You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do it live! Fucking thing sucks! I have nothing to do with Russia, folks, okay? The mother of all bombs. You You people are cancer! He's a crisis actor. Oh, look at my African-American over here. Another deadly day on the Gaza border. My God, the bitch was wide! John Podesta rigged the poll. Charcoal girls are not allowed here. What's next? Requiring a license to make toast in your own damn toaster? Hell no. You gotta see this guy. Oh, I don't know what I said. Oh, I don't remember. You would be much happier at home with a husband. Spend 400 years? That sounds like a choice. Fucking like children, America! I want to build a wall. Are you African American? I don't know what you're implying. And what is a leper? Bing, bing, bong, bong, bing, bing, bing. I think the way! This is the worst possible timeline with Eric Wilson and Patrick Kindlin. You, you feeling good? No, oh, we hacked the mainframe. We bypassed the system. We, we, we we fucked the motherboard. We fucked the motherboard. Welcome to Worst Possible Timeline. I am Patrick. Uh, we are currently in the Matrix. I am Eric. Fuck fuck your hoes. Fuck your hoes. Wow. What what are you off on today? Mm, there's a lot going on. There's a lot. There's a lot that I'm off on. I, I I was ranting to my father earlier. I feel like I saved all. My, I, I I used up all my my anger juice. It was Queens ranting, so it was like the blacks and the Indians. <laughs> Why are there all these Indians in the neighborhood, Dad? They did uh, the north side. The north side has got where all the Indians are at. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Yeah, is did you spit vile ben, bile and venom at them? Nah, I'm chill with them. I'm so chill with the Indians. I don't You're know if I could say that if I lived in India, as I understand uh, there are some... Uh, there's a broader treatment of women that I might be uncomfortable if I saw in person, but Mm. in the the United States, uh, Indians are some of my favorite people. Well, in this particular part of Long Island, Queens, the Indians cleaned up, they, they kicked out all the Italians. So it's, it's, it's a definite upgrade. Upgrade. Definite upgrade. Italians were no, we weren't really good to their women either. So. Yeah, that's a fact. My Pakistani friend uh, is a doctor, and his wife has really big, really big tits. That's oh, man, that rules. <laughs> it does rule. It seems like it seems like he p- pretty much killed it. Yeah, um, that's killing it. What do you got today? Do you have notes? You're, I know you're hiding it right now, but I know, I know you well enough at this point. You're big mad. 
I'm big mad at uh, the uh, WHO slash Big Pharma conspiracy that I believe, and I, uh, which I now fully believe. I've never really bought into a conspiracy wholesale in my entire life, and I believe this one with all my heart. And uh, I'm also mad at big tech's uh, obvious censorship and people's weird cowing to it as though it's normal or acceptable. Uh, both these things uh, are making me Alex Jones. Yeah, boy. Yeah, that that was the one. So the 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 censorship one is the one that I was mad at most. I don't know enough. I don't know nothing about this. Uh, the 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 conspiracy. The the the, the big pharma pipe vaccine pipeline. Yeah, I don't I don't know nothing about that one. But the the censorship the censorship the, that was going to be the meat for today, and I want to go in on that. But I want to avoid I want to avoid the obviousness because everybody knows where we're at when it comes to censorship, right? So I want to try I want to try and angle it in a different direction. You want to start on that, or do you want to start on your on your Alex Jones shit? Okay, uh, I'll clear the Alex Jones shit real quick. Let's do it. Um. World Health Organization five days ago says lockdowns are unethical because uh, of their impact on the poor. That's the thing that you and I said the third week of the pandemic. Feel big weird facts. That it, yeah, big facts. Obvious facts. Big obvious facts. Big obvious facts. We said it before the lockdown even hit, I think. We said it like the yeah. first week. Yes. So uh, nice that the WHO came around. Um, seven months later. Seven months later. Uh, and then, so I thought that that was an, uh, kind of a... Uh, step in the right direction. It, it seemed as though they were intoning that there's going to have to be a Swedish approach no matter what. Uh, and then the fu- literally within 24 hours, uh, it might've been 12, uh, the WHO spokesperson says uh, that seeking herd immunity is unethical. Um, so Eric, I want you to think about the, the rock in the hard place that, this organization, the who says is, uh, uh, where we exist. So help me understand lockdowns are unethical. Okay. That seems obvious. Uh, the, I, I probably have closed since closed the window, but it's something like we are on track to have fewer people living in poverty than any time in human history. And now mm-hmm. that has, that has dipped to, like below two th- the year 2000 numbers. So yeah. this, 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 uh, trajectory that had been just the obvious direction of humanity for so long, we're now hitting like a mini dark ages. Like, okay, let's, uh, seems like the developing world, uh, just gets to starve. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's, let's just keep shit locked down. Uh, Pedro can't run his tamales business. Uh, and, and, uh, Yousef is starving to death. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, it's very so, bad. So I'm not. Okay. So I was with all that. But then when the next day you say that herd immunity is unethical and unworkable, problematic, bit, bit, bit. Okay. So now the rock in the hard place. What does that leave, Eric? I, I don't fucking know. I, I mean, it's it's amazing to me that that people are still on about the fucking lockdowns. Like, it, you, like it's just a straight up no for me, dog. <laughs> Good reference, very timely. So, so, so here's what it here's what it means. It means that this organization is telling us that the only conceivable pathway forward is to funnel 
billions and eventually trillions of dollars in subsidies to pharmaceutical companies in the pursuit of vaccines. Oh, so oh my God, I, I want you to think about what's happening right now. Basically, we are watching pharmaceutical companies become the new like spice lords of the of the planet Arrakis. You know what I mean? Like they are running to find gold. And my understanding is that a good number of them are being uh, are being subsidized in that pursuit. And so then imagine taking money to find gold. And if you find gold, you become fabulously wealthy. But if you don't find gold, you just did great this year. So it's to me, this seems utterly insane. We're just like, we talk about this 1% and we talk about this Bernie shit. Yo, we are literally going to create trillionaires (laughs) off of the back of a global pandemic. And our, our salute, that's our solution. Our solution is to pursue a thing that will probably come to pass, but conceivably could not, could not happen Uh, to everybody that's saying, Oh, well, uh, uh, a, a, a a vaccine is inevitable. No, 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 not true. Who said that? Who, what moron is saying that? Not true. So, Here's the thing. I I believe one probably will. Um, I don't know if that's going to happen in the time frame that you want. So this idea. No. I just got a text about Hunter Biden from a uh, from an insider. That's what that sound just was. If you heard it. Oh, wasn't. Um, We can get into that. We can get into that later. Uh, We'll get into that. So. Uh, I just resent this idea that you've that the World Health Organization, which people turn to for for guidance, is creating this narrow pathway that seems like it's just for the purposes of of enriching robber barons and oligarchs. You know what I mean? Like you fuck you. You literally have run, you, know, you have run small businesses, entrepreneurs, uh, people who put everything on the line. You have run them into the ground and they are going to spend a decade recovering and probably have to go work for a multinational in the, in the capacity of janitorial. And in place of that, you have made 35 men into billionaires. Fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you. I'm mad. There's a lot, there's a lot going on with, with everything you just said, but I, I think if I, as far as the CDC or the or the WHO go, whichever one, like they have sufficiently played every single angle of this thing. It's like playing all the sides so that they always end up on top saying the right thing. You know what I mean? It's like full on, like you can't in the same breath, in the same time span of five days be like, lockdowns are bad. Also, uh, like you have to, um, you know, there's, there's, there's nothing else we can do about it. Like there, All, you have yeah, to wait for hold on. lockdowns are bad, but the, 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 uh, the other option also bad. Um, there is, so it, it's like, think about your messaging for a second world health organization. Like think about what you're, what are you truly, what are you saying? Like, like, is that, is that what it boils down to? Is it just bad PR? could be but that almost and they've claimed that in the past they've claimed oh sorry an er, an earlier iteration of that document was put out to press are bad what <laughs> what 
nuts. I mean, back I when they, they when when coronavirus was just starting to pop off in China, they tweeted out something like, "Don't worry, everybody, this isn't that contagious" or something like per Chinese health officials, and it was like, "Well, that certainly came back to haunt you." It, listen, here's what it is to me: <clears throat> is uh, y- y- w- there's not too many authorities. And we look at the authorities and go, okay, well, this one has an acronym. I guess that's legitimate. And if you are going to be one of those, I don't think you have a responsibility to the people. I think you could straight up lie to us. But eventually you're going to get sniffed out. And for me personally, I, I mean, I was over this shit the first week. But now I think that any reasonable person has to look at this and go, Yeah, look, I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real, but I just can't be, I can't be waiting on a a clown car to empty out, you know, like I just can't, like, it's just bullshit to give you an idea. I spoke to a friend the other day whose uh, career puts him in front of people. Uh, He has to schmooze all day. And we were talking, he's very, very intelligent guy. And I said, and I said, where are you at on this uh, lockdown, uh, quarantine, uh, uh, economic destruction, uh, mask thing? And he goes, oh, well, obviously over it and uh, provably stupid. Uh, And I go, but you're still wearing you're still going through the motions. He goes, there is an intersection where presentability and what everybody knows and making money all collide. And he goes, and that's where I reside. So basically, as with all things, as with like, I'm always bitching about social movements like Me Too and shit like that, because what it does is it makes people these dark, like sort of in private hypocrites to how, to their public facing realities. Like that's yeah. how, that's what COVID is right now. COVID is the dirty secret that you have where you're not actually adhering to any of these bullshit rules in your private life, but publicly you have to maintain this facade that this is your, this is not only is it a good idea, it's kind of my idea. I think I, you know what? I was wearing masks back in, uh, back in February before I even knew what COVID was. I just love masks. You know, this is the type of person that you have to be. You have to be an illegitimate liar. (laughs) So I am, I'm like so over this now that you're going to see me in one of these cringe videos flipping over a table at Taco Bell when they tell me to put on a mask. Yeah, no, I'm I'm getting to that point too. And, and and it's like it's not good for this program because it's it's I find it so pointless to listen to two people who agree with you but like or who agree with each other because there's just no room for any kind of discussion. But it's yo to to have people like full like officials, like sm- people who we presume are smart or we grant with a certain amount of authority on these things say that lockdowns are a bad idea and we shouldn't keep doing them and we have to, you know, resume some kind of normal life while also taking, you know, certain precautions and then have government officials and people like fully consent to the shit be like, yeah, you know what? We saw the numbers uh, go from an infection rate of 1.1 to 1.11. So looks like, sorry, looks like you got to close everything up now. Yeah, for what sure. the fuck? Yo, I'm going to start flipping tables at the Taco Bell. Yeah, that's uh, that's us now. We are uh, dudes that have dirt stashes, uh, wear our hats to the side, and flip the fucking table. Where's my Szechuan sauce? <laughs> Yo, Pickle Eric, Rick. 
our our listeners are probably sick of this shit, but I just want to commend us in some ways. Uh, pat us on the back. Um, I exposed myself to kind of the bar stool end of podcasts this week. Yeah, and and I'm not as I've always pointed out. Like I'm the guy that'll big up Ben Shapiro because I I really commend anybody who has the ability to speak co- coherently into a microphone. I think it's not the easiest skill in the world and pretending that it is is stupid, but yeah, I don't know if you've heard some of these podcasts out here. They're literally doing morning radio. So, yeah. so I listen to like some of these comedy podcasts and they're, some of them are unreal funny. And I'm always thinking, damn, Eric and I are like not funny at all. And yeah. we're not, in, and we're not informed at all. What do nope. we possibly offer people? And then I found out. I listened to the funniest fuck podcast where it felt like, yeah, these dudes are hysterical, but it sounds like they're doing bits. And then I listened to the to like the drive time morning radio of podcasts. And I was like, yo, these dudes are so throwback. I understand there's still a market for this, but it it's so throwback that it's like in some ways heartening and in other ways like cringe as fuck. So I think that we kind of thread the needle on being just two adults talking about a thing. I know that we've patted ourselves on the dick about this a lot, but like I, I just, it, it occurred to me this week when I listened to the 2020 version of like, you know, uh, weasel and the dog food and in, 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 in the AM and just like fucking doing that really like soundboard ass <laughs> You know, yeah. like fucking morning yeah. radio. I was shocked that it still exists. Shocked. Like it, like it really, it, I was braced. I was like, Whoa, wow. Well, I mean, I mean, think uh, people think about how popular a guy like Joe Rogan is and really all he's doing, all that show is, is a conversation between two adults. And sometimes it's funny because he's a comedian. Sometimes he's a comedian. Sometimes it's not funny at all. Sometimes he has someone serious on. So like we, some of our episodes are funnier than others. And we put ourselves under the brand, uh, under the umbrella of comedy just to really, it's just a tone thing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want people to think this is some super serious podcast, even when it's not funny. And like, I don't want them to think at the same time, I don't want them to think that we have necessarily any authority on anything other than we're just two people who experience the world and have something to say about it. No, we're, we're doing the Rollins thing where we just, we got to get out of jail free card. Right, right, right. Yeah, we, we, he's half of what his spoken word is is essentially comedy, but he won't call it comedy. Yeah, just in case he doesn't but get we're, laughs. We're, 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 yeah, we're kind of the inverse. <laughs> there you go. Some anyway. of some of some of Rollins stuff is kind of funny. So I've I've laughed at it. Yeah, sure. Uh, but everybody, um, uh, th- this is my way of saying uh, the Patreon's doing pretty well, and it looks like uh, Eric is losing his. Uh, his sort of uh, neediness to be cucked uh, and fearfulness of <laughs> fearfulness of success. So uh, w- w- presumably that that'll just that popularity will grow and will basically this is my thank you to everybody. Uh, if you're not giving to the Patreon, do so. Uh, we do a lot of fun shit on it. Uh, Definitely but- give to the Patreon. And I, I've I just have to say. There's a lot of times where we do this show or when I go into it and I'm like, damn, like the part of like the trepidation that comes with gaining more of a listenership is like, yo, are people like, and all I see on Twitter is just people purposely misrepresenting other people or taking them out on a soundbite. And I was like, yo, I don't want anyone to get me fucked up or call me a fucking Nazi or something. But I had this kind of moment with myself where I was like, look, I fucking know my soul. I know who I am. 
I know my intentions and I know my beliefs and I know I'm a good person. So if that's the fucking price of being able to express myself in a way, yo, let some fucking demon take me out of, out of context. And I'll just like, I know who I am. I know, I know what I'm about. So try, try your best motherfuckers. Did you, uh, you and I discussed in the, in the text, uh, what happened to Charlemagne last week? Uh, yeah. So let's, let's go. We can brush on that. Let's go over that. So last week, um, in a, a, what was supposed to be an organic attack from black Twitter on Charlemagne for not respecting black women over the years, uh, turned out to be somewhat bot fed and totally inorganic, an actual Twitter hit, which everybody should be aware. There's, um, there's hit pieces in the world. And every, I mean, adults are aware of this until they read one about somebody that they don't like. And then they presume that everything that they just read is true. But there's these hit pieces, which is in journalism, you just collect enough dirt and then you try to publicly murder somebody. Uh, this has been going on for as long as there's been print journalism, certainly, and uh, websites didn't help the situation. So you'll see somebody have their public reputation killed in broad daylight, uh, their character assassinated in every possible way. And uh, what happens typically is that that person's allies uh, stay silent and their enemies uh, all gather around and anybody that they uh, wronged in their time uh, rising to prominence uh, just gets out of the way as that person falls and falls and falls to the floor. And then they have to rebuild themselves uh, by, if they're blessed, uh, by, by kind of galvanizing their audience uh, and uh, continuing on at a reduced uh, uh, capacity. And it's fulfilling if you're a, a goblin who has nothing in your own life and you want to see people fail. And if you're not, if you're doing fine for yourself or you don't carry around resentments, uh, then it's a horror to watch. Uh, and I'm always pretty disgusted when I see people get excited for, I'm here for the canceling. I'm here. I'm yeah. here for it. I, uh, I really, in my heart of hearts, in my heart of hearts, I think that you should go to your parents uh, a nightstand, take out the revolver that your dad keeps for self-defense. I think you should put it against the roof of your mouth and I think you should kill yourself. That's how strongly I feel about people who say things like I'm here for the canceling. Like it's so dark, man. It's such, it speaks to such a dark part of the human soul. It's like, it's like, I don't know. It's, it's like that fucking uh, short story, the lottery where everyone in town shows up to watch someone get stoned to death. Yeah, th that's exactly what it feels like. Oh. It, it, it it's dark as fuck. <laughs> so, uh, and honestly, if you've if you've contributed to this, if you've participated in this sort of thing, uh, I I really think you need to examine yourself. And I don't mean that in some like sanctimonious way. I mean like for your own mental health moving forward. Because, like, I, I didn't. I got this memo when I read that biography of Stalin. Like when I was fucking probably twenty which was just, it details uh, secret police torturers breaking down and just saying, today I'm torturing you, Next, it could be me tomorrow. Like, mm, sounds, sounds like you read some American propaganda that totally misrepresented Joseph Stalin. That's right, that's right. Uh, none of that happened. Actually great. He was actually, <laughs> actually great. great. He treated everyone well. Yeah, he treated everyone really well. 
Yeah, cool dude. <laughs> cool so, dude. Cool dude backed hard. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, I look, I, I hate that sanctimony. I hate that, like, hey, you should change your life because Patrick thinks uh, you're doing it wrong. But, like, yo, you, you, you're fucking doing it wrong, man. <laughs> you're doing it wrong. So, uh, at any rate, um, they, the attacks on Charlemagne were fraudulent. They, I mean, there was people that just saw this as an opportunity to green light. There was a green light on a guy that they didn't like. So they just threw whatever fucking gasoline on the dude they could. But when you, when it turns out that a number of those are literal bots, that's disconcerting. And all of you should feel that even if you look, some of you are reps for wine sales. Like you work at a wine distributor and, and, and you're a rep for that. And you're 99% anonymous in this entire world. And this will sort of shit will never impact you. But some of you are just like assistant professors. I think we have a couple of professors in our listenership. Like, yo, that this shit could bite you because you're public facing, whether you know it or not. Yep. Uh, if you work in any type of entertainment, you don't even need to be public facing. If you just work in the entertainment industry, that is now considered public facing enough by your honestly, like your your fucking overlords, your paymasters, your you, you, like. I really don't think some of you get it. Like the the the. Uh, sorry, I'm headed in all directions right now. But the Yelp thing, you heard about? Mm, oh yes, yes, yes. The uh, so you can now um, issue complaints on a an establishment via Yelp uh, if you think that they were racially insensitive. So, I've read conflicting reports that Yelp will only list it as a racist business if there has been a news report from a credible outlet. That's uh, one thing. Good luck finding one of those in 2020. <laughs> right. Well, that's the, that's the joke that just it's, writes itself. So yeah. the, the uh, you're ready to write for Saturday Night Live, Eric. So yes. it's, fly on the head, LOL. <laughs> LOL. He's a piece of shit. So, yeah. so, so anyway, the um, look, this sounds melodramatic, but it's worth considering that the comparisons to uh, the Chinese uh, social credit system, that's not crazy. Like that's, that's listen, it's, it, it's hyperbolic to a degree, but only to a degree because that's what we're talking about. We're talking about issuing you infractions socially so that you can no longer achieve I was going to compare it to McCarthyism, but yeah. Yeah, right there. Um, it is, uh, I mean, well, it, it's it's McCarthyism in the respect that the accusation is is the sentence, is the, it, it, the accusation is the trial, is the sentence. You know right. what I mean? So, so, so in that respect, which by the way, everybody, go read some Kafka, go read, literally go read any science fiction from, I don't know, 1950 to 90, or to the year 2000. Like, it's, it's this everybody it's literally this like yeah. you, you we have allowed ourselves to get soft in this way that now we've pursued like 
a a type of uh, self hating punishment on ourselves. Like we we're we're feeling guilty for who we are right now, so we are trying to destroy ourselves. And look, there's more fun ways to destroy yourself. That's all I'm going to say about this. Like we're we're taking the most herb ass way to destroy ourselves. Yeah. Um, usually, I mean, for a while it's just been partying and drugs and alcohol. That's way more fun, but that's why, Please that's why we're bring on, it back. Please. That's, that's why we're working on our bodies. So we, when we, uh, we inevitably get sent to the gulag for our podcast, we're going to, uh, we'll at least be able to pick up the rocks, you know? Yeah, exactly. The, so, yeah. Uh, Eric and I in the gulag, uh, sleeping together for warmth, not for sex. And just we are breaking rocks all day in the hot sun, uh, jerking each other off for warmth, not yep, for yep. sex. Friction, the friction, the friction keeps us warm, not for sex. <laughs> so, l- listen, uh, everybody, I know that our listeners, you keep growing, so that's cool. But I got to imagine we're just beating this drum too hard and alienating some of you every week. But like, yo. Please consider the state of the world. Please consider that not everything is a a slogan, that sometimes you're going to have to think, and sometimes thinking will get you in trouble. So you have Mm. to safeguard the the right and ability to think. (laughs) Please, Jesus, please. I feel if we're on the long road to to a dark place. I just I just keep seeing our ourselves inch that way. But uh, but wait, just to bring it back to the the Charlemagne thing real quick. So, if this was a bot attack, who is organizing the bot attack against Charlemagne? Okay, so Char, <clears throat> I mean it's not it's hold on, <clears throat> it's uh the week that Joe Budden announced that he he wouldn't be going to Spotify again. There was an attack on him as a woman beater and as a masturbator of dogs. Right? <laughs> so here's the thing. I don't mean to say that Spotify organized that attack. Mm. I don't think they would get their hands that dirty. But everybody, this is shadow run. The eventually attacks on people of this type is going to be the black hat operations of corporate corporate like uh, corporate uh, uh, functionaries and, and underlings, you know, like that's what it's going to be is that instead of hiring somebody to do industrial espionage and shoot your competitor in the back of the head or to sabotage uh, their mill, you are going to assassinate their character and get them off the board of directors at whatever company they helped found. Right. And, and then you are going to stage a takeover. It, it, this is like the fact that we can't see this or the fact that we don't care because we so want to believe that everybody is terrible and that every accusation is true because it confirms our bias that everybody is terrible is so fucking discouraging. I watch one of these, the, uh, <clears throat> there's that porn girl that I follow on Instagram, uh, who is so dumb. It's, it's, really something else like she seems to enjoy her life more than anybody else i know because everything seems new to her because she's so dumb like she i think you need that level of dumbness moving forward to make this world work for you that's what I, i think she is going to thrive like 
Eric, I'm not exaggerating. Every time she encounters a new food, she's thrilled in the same way that if you give like a dog, like a pig's ear, like she's thrilled. And I wish, I wish I had that kind of excitement. Yeah, same. But I think to some degree you're going to need to be, by the way, she's in New York right now and she's fucking struggling. She's like, it's overwhelming. A homeless guy asked me for food and then we bought him food. He said it wasn't good. And like, <laughs> it's so fun to watch. <laughs> but anyway, the, I think you're going to have to be that dumb. I think you're going to have to be just to like get through your day without asking the fundamental questions of, Hey, this doesn't make sense. Uh, can we address it? No, no, you're bad. You're bad for asking those questions. Wait, how can we destroy this fella? (laughs) So I I really think that we need to like, just everybody, you're not, some of you are devils. Some of you are legitimate devils that are always going to be able to find the vein of, of like the zeitgeist, the way that the world is turning right now, you're always going to be right in it. And then some of you, if it's just self-interest that makes you look at this fact, just let it be self-interest. Some of you are occasionally going to fall outside of it and you're going to get fucked just like the rest of us. So you got to keep the doors open, man. You can't, you can't you, for your own self. You know what I mean? Like say you're a dark fuck, you're a devil, you're a little demon man. You you, you don't give a fuck about other people. It's still going to get you, man. You're, you're playing a dangerous game. You're gambling. Oh, it's always going to get you. You, you. It's always going to get you. But um, it's, well, two things. One thing, just on the, on the, on the New York, on the, on the New York local report, I was walking through um, the uh, East Village the other day, Lower East Side. And are you gonna co- are you gonna cop to beating Rick Moranis now? Is that what this is? <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, I, it was, yeah, it was me. Um, New York is so chill. It is like it's the most tolerable time to ever live here. Like it, it is so like it is like all the crowds and traffic, everything is just turned down to super low. I, it's like it, I, it's it's wild. It's never been like this in my whole life, and it fucking rules. Anyone that's trying to tell you that like New York is like dead or like it's over or like it's it's a hellhole that's like burning to the ground, yo, it's all lies. It's just mad chill. It's like a it's like it's like every day is like Sunday. <laughs> and I saw that guy. Who did I see? I was walking uh, on First Avenue. I saw that guy Ryan Long. Oh no shit! I ran into him. Yeah. Did you tell him his uh, videos are typically pretty funny? I, I, I only realized it was him as soon as I walked past. And I was just like, I yelled back. I was just like, oh, I like your videos. And he kind of, I think he had his headphones in. <laughs> Smart move. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, no, yeah. So yeah, Ryan Long's, a com- if people don't know, he's a comedian. He makes funny ass videos. Uh, I think he's on uh, Cumia's podcast network. Just check him out. Um, but yeah. And what was the other thing? Okay. So wait. So is your thesis then, is your, is your belief, is your inkling that it was Spotify that did this, this that was attacking, uh, uh, well, might, attack, might attack Joe Budden. Uh, I do not, I do not credibly accuse Spotify. I simply suggest that there is a history of discrediting black men for fun and profit. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and and I think that America is still somewhat of a sucker for it. So 
Charlemagne, who announces that he is going to be heading a massive uh, effort at a uh, primarily black uh, uh, media uh, imprint under iHeartRadio. He's going to be overseeing whatever their fucking Blackwing is going to be called. Let's just call it Blackwing. He's going to be overseeing it uh, and curating it. And then two weeks later, uh, the accusation that he uh, mistreats uh, black women on his radio program. Uh, I mean, in fairness, him and Joe Budden went to war with some of the lousiest accusations I've ever seen. And Joe Budden doesn't need my respect, but I've lost a fair amount of respect for him in the last few weeks because uh, Tory Lane's uh, getting Joe Budden saying, I refuse to listen to the new Tory Lane's project. Uh, I have to be out here for black women. And it's like, Hey man, this is what, shit like me too does to people because you have two accusations in your past. You, you deny them wholesale. And when this guy is up for the same type of shit, you, you have to throw in with the mob and say, hey, yeah, yeah, I'm going to wait until i I'm going to wait, but I hate him right now. And it's like, yo, you, you've gotten jammed up yeah, twice. Twice you got jammed up and because you don't want to bring that where there's smoke, there's fire bullshit to your door. You have to say, yeah, yeah, but I'm, uh, you know, I'm not going to listen to him for, uh, you know, because black women, it's like, yo, my dog, (laughs) it was literally two weeks ago that people were talking about you throwing two girlfriends down the stairs. (laughs) Like, yo, if, if if it's not true in your case, is it possible it's not true in his case? Why would you? What the fuck? Like, yo, talking out of both sides of your mouth right now is like a disease. It's, but it's also, I mean, furthermore, it's just like, yo, I'm of the firm belief that, like, of course, every human being is capable of changing. Of course, they, people go through things and they do things that they're not proud of. And they, you know, people are contain multitudes. They are, they are really horrible sometimes and they're great sometimes and they change and they learn yada, yada, yada. But the internet doesn't give a fuck. So once you're jammed up on that shit, there's no point in trying to give some breathless, like some like throatless, like gotta support black women. It's like, yo, you already got jammed up. Everyone already hates you. Like you don't have to do this pretend front now that like you like, you know what I mean? Like I'm just, I'm echoing what you're saying, but it's like you got jammed like just, you know, that's, there's no unjamming. You can't unjam. Yeah, exactly. Fuck your rebrand. You know what I mean? Like it's not going to work. It's there's no new coat of paint. It's, it's like, if you actually care about these issues, then give money to the proper places, et cetera, et cetera. But like, no, no one cares about that anymore. No, no. I mean for your own self, for your own self. Sure. But like that, yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. Like if that's something you care about, but, uh, like the, the, the effort to rebrand after you've gotten jammed up is pointless. The internet never forgets. They want you to fail. So like whether you did it or not, you just got to kind of be like, well, listen, I'm not going to be your villain, but I'm also not going to be out here fucking dancing, doing this like double speak nonsense to please people that are going to hate me no matter what the fuck I do. Right. Precisely. (laughs) Precisely. So like, yeah, I, I, uh, and the real test, I keep saying this, the real test is, will you step to me? Because here's what I found. If you think that these dudes are out here throwing women down the stairs, if you believe that in your heart and then you catch them on the street and you do not a fucking thing, which is how basically everybody does it, 
yo, what's wrong with you? You either don't believe it or you don't care. Which one is it? You know what I'm saying? Like, which one is it? Is it, oh, hey, fuck this motherfucker. He did it when you're online. And then when you see him, you don't say a fucking word to the, to a guy who supposedly threw a woman down the flight of stairs onto a fucking pregnant ass belly. Like, yo, what, what, you, either you believe it or you don't believe it. Which one is it, dog? Well, people are mad. People are mad pussy. That's, that's, that's just a fact of life. It's big, big talk on the internet and then nothing in real life. But concerning... I have an announcement to make. I actually wanted to lead, lead the episode with this, but you reminded me in in our talk in our talk of what's going on in in black culture and everything. I have an official I have an official stance and announcement to make on this podcast. You ready? No shit. Is it is it like a Dolenzol thing? Is it a Krug? No, it's not a Dolenzol. It's not a Krug. I, Eric Wilson, uh-huh. I'm I am voting for Kanye West. Oh yeah, sure. Yo, Kanye West. He put out a tweet that inspired me more than any than Trump ever has, obviously, and Biden ever has. And I was like, damn, yo, I want to vote for this dude now. Kind damn, of it made you code switch into African-American vernacular English. He he uh, he tweeted. He missed. OK, the first word is misspelled. But he said, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it happens, man. People. He's all caps. Of course, uh, people tried to talk me out of running out of president dot dot dot. Never let weak, controlling people kill your spirit. Yeah. That is more, that's more inspiring than anything Donald Trump or Biden have ever said in their lives. I mean, truly Kanye is a, uh, is a, I I would imagine a narcissist with a borderline personality, but uh, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I'm with it. I'm not actually voting for him, but that, that, (laughs) that, that being said, uh, yo, People out here, right, like he, so Kanye is not on all the state ballots. So he's out on Twitter trying to be like, hey, everybody, this is how you write my name in. And there are resistance bots, Dems, trying to get it shut. Everybody report this tweet for voting misinformation and for and for voter suppression. Yo, you're the voter suppressor, motherfucker. What are you talking about? Here's the new Eric. This is the new thing. Dad's nightstand. Go to dad nightstand, everybody. <laughs> Go to dad's nightstand. Get the gun. Yo, you're the voter suppressor. You're the vo- you're the anti-democratic person because you won't let this guy who has every right to run for president if he wants to let it let him do it. Yes. You fucking fuck all you. Do I think he should be running? No. Do I think he's mentally ill? Yes. Am I going to actually vote for him? No. But you got to you got to let him. Fuck you. Yeah, he will. You got to let him. Got to let him. We got to get vision to Kanye vision 2020 uh, hats. Saw those. I think they're cool. They're the new MAGA. (laughs) I will. I will rock them all throughout LA and get yelled at by white people. I'm ready. Sure. Absolutely. I'm ready. Uh, Meanwhile, I'm falling more into the uh, blacks for Trump world. Yeah, uh, 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 we talk about it a lot the 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 world that everyone wants to pretend does not exist. Yeah, for sure. Everyone's big, uh, big I'm, mad I'm at getting Ice into it though. There's a lot of dudes out here. Big, people big mad at Ice Cube. Oh, <laughs> listen, everybody. Uh, to, all these things can be true. It can be true that uh, Ice Cube believes he's doing a good thing, right? Can also be true that Ice Cube is a sellout, a hypocrite, etc. And thirdly, it can also be true that 
Ice Cube has been a dictionary definition race hustler since back in the day. And, and all of those things can be true. Like back in the day, Ice Cube was saying a bunch of shit that was intentionally, intentionally incendiary, uh, that he half believed. And now he is old and rich and thinks that he can do something good doing this shit. And honestly, if it does any good for anyone, more power to this guy. I hope that those of you that are crying at him and calling him names achieve nothing and die groveling at his feet. Hmm. Dad's nightstand. Dad's nightstand. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know. So what? He's trying to. He's talking to Trump about what? I think like making Xbox Gamer passes totally free. Who can who can argue with that? That's bipartisan. <laughs> I think that's what it is. That's bipartisan shift. What is the what's the we can all we all benefit from Xbox Live Gamer Pass? Come on. So I Vision Twenty Twenty. I just saw people coming at him because he was spitting hella anti-Semitic shit earlier this year. Yo, and straight up, dude, and, he was saying like, yo, yo, is it fair to say that? if ice cube was not ice cube and was maybe a white person that people would call him alt right oh if ice cube was john mayer uh th- there would be a major fucking outcry but we've said it a million times all of the, literally i think the number is all all of those assaults on Jews in New York last year that was like uh oh the 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 right wing is swinging uh on Jews in New York uh Everybody, as we've talked about on this podcast, go look at go look at who was doing the assaults. <laughs> go, go look at it. Patty's Patty's not going to say anything, but but go look and do it for yourself. It's it's not what you think, you know what I mean. So it's uh, go look into that. I uh, here's the reality: is that uh, there is a few more than a few. Uh, blacks in the United States who have a problem with Jews in the United States. This is a longstanding problem. Long uh, these standing two, problem. These two, two communities uh, can avoid each other in a lot of parts of the world, not in New York. Uh, and it is uh, there's a lot of conspiracy thinking. Uh, there is a lot of blame. Uh, and to some degree, it's a crabs in the bucket thing. Because while Jews have uh, achieved and uh, black people have struggled, uh, it, it is uh, kind of like there has been an effort to lump these two together as the as the international er- other. You know what I mean? As, as the right. this is the f- this is the forever other. These two groups, uh, uh, the Jews use the blacks, and uh, they work against. But the, together, they work against uh, the working white people. This has been a narrative forever. So these two groups, to some degree, it's crabs in a bucket because they get lumped together, but they almost need to signal that they hate each other. Um, and it's it's all unfortunate. It's all ugly, but. It's not imaginary. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, go, go look into it. You remember, so, remember when, when Jay-Z put out 444 and everyone was, was mad about the lyrics? Oh, yeah. That, would, that, was, that was part and parcel of the whole thing we're talking about. There was some, some lyric about Jews owning all the property or something like that. Yeah. Uh, like, which, yeah. again, is nonsense. Jay-Z is no more an anti-Semite than 
you know, he's an anti-Syrian. He doesn't, he's never expressed a strong negative view of these people. He was just saying, uh, he was actually literally saying, uh, Jews achieve, uh, why can't we, which is an actual really great question. And if the answer to so many people, some of whom are in our listenership, if the answer is exclusively down to, well, Jews can blend with larger white society, whereas uh, blacks can't, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yo, you, you literally, you don't know anything about Jews. You're an idiot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're an idiot. Like it, it's, it's yes. Many Jews can blend completely with white society. Uh, and then there's a large number who are also forever othered. You, you know what I mean? So it, it's, uh, you just look goofy saying like, yo, which is to take nothing away from r- racial prejudice against blacks, which is extensive and obvious, yep. but, but it is also just goofy to pretend that Jews have had every advantage and Jay-Z and a number of other intelligent people asking the perfectly reasonable question, Hey, uh, this group has achieved, what do they got that we don't got? Is it simply down to the color of our skin? Well, maybe there's a way to circumvent that. Maybe we can uh, empower each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yo, these are a beautiful message, ra- baby. Yeah. These are rational questions. Do for self. You know what I mean? Like, so I, I, uh, whatever that whole thing was nonsense. But meanwhile, uh, ice cube has, uh, undeniably been uh, a little anti-Semitic. Well, so those, those weird pictures, there was like weird pictures with the, the star David with like yeah, other like, weird symbols. It was weird. Yeah. Ice cube is clearly getting his memes from eight con. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. he's a, he's a regular four channer. He, yeah. He's on the boards. So, uh, yeah, listen, uh, here's the long and the short of it. Um, Charlemagne used to be a dick. He cops to that. He, his attitude, Eric is actually exactly your attitude, which is, Hey, I don't feel any shame being an example to people. I used to be a bigger dick than I am today. Um, I'm not anymore. And if anybody gets anything out of me being a dick, uh, and, uh, changing and, uh, can see that that's a thing that maybe they can do or should do happy to have that role in their life. Uh, thanks for your listenership. Well, uh, it's also just like furthermore, just, just to build, it's like, yo, I'm a human being, right? Like people get lost in the weeds in this Twitter shit and they don't see people's humanity. And it's like, yo, if I said something on this podcast, right. And you disagree with me, like, it's not about you being like, Eric believes this. He's a blah, blah, blah. It's like, yo, talk to me like a person from where you're at and I'll hear you out. And maybe you can change my mind or maybe I'll go, I don't necessarily see it that way, but respect. Like, don't don't be weird about it. Like, don't like not everyone's your enemy just because they don't agree with you. Like people are malleable. And like if you introduce them to new information in like a fucking humane way. They'll be open to seeing your shit. Stop being weird. Stop yelling. I'm going to scream cuck. <laughs> Yo, it's so, all, it's all, all right. Up. So, is, all right. Is this where we pivot to the, do we want to talk Facebook, Twitter, censorship, barisma? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So, all right. So, as far as I understand it, right, this is where I've actually read up on the thing that we're talking about. Still maybe I maybe still be ignorant to some of the things. So if I get something wrong, forgive me. So a story comes out, right? Rudy Giuliani has a laptop, supposedly belongs to Hunter Biden, contains emails where he was trading money for access to his then vice president father. Um, 
this comes out, this is obviously a bad thing, a big no-no. And uh, the New York Post reports on it. Um, unconfirmed reports, unverified, but a scoop nonetheless. This is what newspapers do. Um, people trying to post the story that the New York Post published, trying to take that link and put it into Facebook or Twitter were met with, eh, not allowed, not allowed to post this. It's uh, misinformation. What? 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 Wait. But I could I could say that uh, <laughs> I could say that uh, Jerry Jerry Cooney, uh, the mosher uh, at shows in Apache Junction, uh, is a rapist. Why can't I say that uh, Hunter Biden uh, is had some shady dealings? Well, here's the thing, man. It's it's look. If this doesn't if this shit doesn't bother you, I don't know what what there is to say. Like. If these, because we've talked on it before, right? We've we've talked about it long about the, about this shit about uh you know Facebook and Twitter not really knowing what to do with the political shit. They try to take the free speech stance, but they're always getting jammed up by people yelling at them. Um, look, if the, if these outlets want to, you know, put a put some weird like red flag on you know posts from Russia today or the the Chinese one, I forget what the Chinese one's called. Um, if they want to put a little like flag on there and be like, Hey, this is a foreign news source, unverified reports. Okay. That's one thing, but like to full stop, not allow you to post an article from a United States, uh, publication, uh, that yes, has a conservative slant, not, but yo, for them to say you are not allowed to share this article is insane. 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 Uh, it's uh, it's what everybody that w- watchdogs these things knew was coming, which is that th- th- now these giant tech companies are going to throttle the information that is available to you. It's going to siphon it and feed you exactly the narratives that they want you to believe. And it's going to shape public opinion to such a degree that all of these complaints about Fox News Here's here's what I find disgusting. Those of you who think Fox News has radicalized your folks are being radicalized by Twitter in the exact same fashion. Oh, and yeah. And this notion that it's better to be radicalized towards this good goal and my folks are just old, stupid bigots who have been radicalized by Bill O'Reilly. Yo, I, I, let me say what John Joseph says on uh, Twitter every week. Left and right. Left wing, right wing, that's just two wings on the same vulture, dog. Yo, exactly right, man. Like, you're you're radicalized. In, you are an idiot just as your parents are idiots. You just, your parents think they're righteous because they're fighting for traditional values. You think you're righteous because you're fighting for progressive values. I don't think either of you has values at all. I think you're per- profoundly bored with your bourgeois, overprivileged lives. And you just need some meaning at all. And I urge all of you, to come back to where Eric and I are at, which is constant, horrible struggle. Eric and I don't, Eric and I, yeah, we don't care about your politics because he and I are struggling to make ends meet. We are doing fucking little, little gay for pay shows for guys in West Hollywood just to make rent. We don't give a fuck. So it, it, that this is a sign of your privilege. When people hit you with the privilege tag, yo, this is privilege. Privilege is being radicalized by Twitter. That's privilege. Well, it's like it's well, for, just on that tip, on that point, it's people that are full stop the victims of propaganda that don't even fucking realize it. And I, I understand that, you know, 
everybody in some way, you know, uh, is, uh, got, got, got wash of the brain going on, but, but yo, it's not even about the story, right? Because I, people will be like, well, you know, this is unverified reports this is on, you know, this, we don't know where this came from, blah, blah, blah. It could, it was mis- it could be misinformation, total bullshit. That's not the point. That's not the point. It could be total bullshit. Then it doesn't fucking matter. Then you print a retraction. Then you print the, then when you find new information that says that it is bullshit, then you run with that and say, Hey, our bad. This was unverified. This came from X and it wasn't real, blah, blah, blah. But yo, you don't know that. You don't know that. So you can't just decide at the gate that it's not real. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't want, it's a simple thing. You You don't want, Pardon me, I'm going to go Bernie. You don't want tech billionaires deciding what's what reality is. You, you just don't want that. Like, no matter who you are, I don't think you should want that. I don't care if you're fucking Joe Biden himself. I don't think you should want that. <laughs> like, yo, don't be crazy. Yo, it's just, it, it. like, I don't know why I can't make the decision for myself, right? Why can't I watch, why can't I read or watch the thing and and have my own brain and think, hmm, Okay, so this story says that the laptop came from Rudy Giuliani. Well, he doesn't really seem like the most legitimate person to me, so I'm going to reserve my judgments of this thing until more information comes out. Why can't I read that and have that thought? Why are is everyone so terrified of people reading this and being like, oh, no, got to vote Trump now? Well, listen, I mean, that's <laughs> that it's it show it exposes one of two things. Either you don't believe your own bullshit or you ha- are such a cynic that you think people cannot make a decision for themselves or shouldn't be allowed to. So which one is it? Do you think that your position is so weak and so riddled with holes that you couldn't convince a reasonable adult of it? Or do you think that there's no reasonable adults, everybody's an idiot, and somehow, somehow, you, you, <laughs> the protagonist of this whole story of the universe— you are the person that gets to decide what is real for other people. Dad's nightstand, bitch. Fuck you. <laughs> I just, I don't, I, I don't understand, man. I don't, I don't get the, uh, because, yo, know, in the way this Burisma thing is like, it's, it's obviously not a one-to-one, but it's, it's similar to the Russia stuff in the sense that the accusation is someone connected to the vice president was, you know, trying to, to do and pay for play or whatever. Right. Or, or, you know, whatever. Um, it's similar. It's not a one-to-one, but it's similar in the, in the sense that involves foreign help or whatever, foreign governments or foreign uh, corporations, whatever. Um, if, if the Russia shit matters, then, then this shit matters. It you can't, you know what I mean? Like it can't, you can't just, you can't be so blatant about picking your sides. Like there has to be some standard that everyone is held to. No, that's the point is that these basically everybody insists on dignity when they are in the gutter. And then when they're on the throne, they they don't allow anybody dignity. You know, what I mean, like, what's the there's a line from Dune. I saw somebody quote today. Um, hold on. Uh uh, I, okay. Yeah. This is a line from Dune that I saw, that I saw quoted. It'd be, it had been a long time. Um, when I am weaker than you, I ask, I ask you for freedom because that is according to your principles. 
When I am stronger than you, I take away your freedom because that is according to my principles. That sums it up. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? that, that sums it up. That is, that is the nature of partisan politics, uh, at least in the United States, but I think the sectarian uh, belief across the planet is, uh, why, why are you treating me this way? Why are you treating me this way? Wait, I got the power. I'm going to treat you that way. It, it, it's the fucking worst. I hate all of you. Eric, you got to go in dad's closet. He's got, he's, he's got a, he's got a military footlocker from his time in the army. You know what I mean? You gotta, you gotta open it up. You gotta look underneath the photos. You gotta look in his little lockbox, which uh, has photos of, of his lover before mom, you mm-hmm. know, and mm-hmm. he still kind of holds a candle for her. Uh, she married, she married an Asian guy. They live in Scottsdale. They have two kids. He still looks her up on Facebook. And then you gotta you gotta look underneath that, and the, oh, there's there's a quilt. I wonder who that's from. Maybe it's from grandma. Maybe it's from when he was a kid. And, and you look underneath that, and uh oh, uh oh, there's a there's an arm there's an armalite rifle, right? And it's got it's got one bullet in it, and it's for you. It's for you. I want you to p- use your toe to pull the trigger. Mm. I don't know, man. It's 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 the genie was let out of the bottle, and in fact, you know, I did. I saw something come up on Twitter. I didn't delve in too much because I was busy. But it turns out that perhaps that story that the New York Post ran with yesterday was some bullshit. Perhaps. I, I, I have no idea. I have no idea either. It's, it's, Twitter is telling me that the story was, was that Joe Biden never fired anyone who was looking into Burisma and that no one was even, in fact, looking into Burisma to be fired. So that story was a lie. Well, so... You know, are there elements of truth to the story? I'm sure. Is it is it the is it the smoking gun that Trump and Republicans want it to be? Prob not. Do does anyone actually care? Also, prob not. But the the larger issue of of Twitter and Facebook now letting the genie out of the bottle of them deciding that hey, if we want, we can just full stop decide that you're not allowed to see a thing. That that that's the story. Eric, here's the thing. I'm totally, I'm with that in this respect. Twitter, if this opens you up to liability to be sued in civil court for uh, defamation, then okay, I accept your position. If you continue as you have to up to this point to deny, to de- dodge responsibility for things published on your platform, then you cannot censor and say that you're not accountable. It has to be one or the other. Either you censor and you are accountable because you are now curating this line, you're now publishing this line, you're now responsible for it, uh, or you are simply a platform and what people do here is for them to resolve in, in, in criminal or civil courts. Now, if you're willing to take that responsibility, I'll, I'll go and get accused of some shit today just so I can fucking sue you. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm excited, Twitter. Is this, is this your new position? Because it would be rewarding to get some of your money. Uh, but I think that you are going to continue to deny any accountability uh, in in, uh, in legal proceedings and still censor people, which is a, a load of shit. Load of shit, and and it's just I don't know. I I I, I think their line, I think their position is going to be that oh look, it turns out it was bullshit, and we made the right decision. Then no. Yeah, no, that's not the message anybody should take away from this. No, I, I think I, I've, if if it turns out if 
it, that, I think that's what it's going to be. That it's going to yeah, be look. They, that's such a that's such a bitch ass Democrat way to see the world. I know, but that's what the that's what the, all this is, yo. That's what all of this is. Yo, Eric, let's let's own the libs, man. <laughs> but we are the libs. Yeah, we are the libs. Yo, did you see that? Uh, that pod there's two podcasts thirsty as fuck for patreon money podcast out here just scraping the bottom of the barrel looking for clickbait did you see them both no i didn't what happened the first one's called bad faith it's one of the guys ever listen when i said who is this fucking nerd people are like it's the chapo guy yo i i'm not trying to pull that cool guy i don't even know who joe rogan thing i i know chapo trap house is a podcast. Yes. But it has significant crossover with the same person that listens to Pod Save America. I don't want anything to do with that world. <laughs> you no, know, you understand? Not. Like, that's Rachel Maddow energy. I don't know anything about it. Fuck off. Yeah, so, I don't. I've never listened to Chapo, except for there's some clips on YouTube where they had like Zizek on there that I think I listened to. Okay. I, but I don't, I'm I couldn't not, tell you who's on it, couldn't pick them out of a lineup. I have no idea. Yeah, and that's not us cool guy. And those dudes are way more successful than we are and continued success to their fucking incredibly fraudulent hustle. But, but I don't know the man. It is the worst looking adult human being I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> it, it, it is straight up. It's like a cartoon. It's a cartoon human being. It's a car- It's a boardwalk caricature of a soft boy. And it, I could not stomach, and I don't like Chomsky. I don't have any affinity for Chomsky. His values are not my values. He's he, t- t- whatever. He's just a public intellectual that's been around since I was a kid who believes the thing he's saying. You understand? Do we really? Do we have a right to to call anyone else ugly? Do I? Oh, I think I think I can stunt on the fucking weird Care Bear human being that was on that fucking podcast for sure. I don't know what this dude looks like, but I was looking at myself today and I was like, fuck, man, I look old. I'm hideous. But this, Eric, this guy would irritate you to look at. Like, you'd be like, oh, we're doing this? You know what I mean? Like, oh, God. Like, he he literally looks like he chooses his appearance to aggravate right-wingers. You know what I mean? Like, how can I look soft and feckless and New York and somebody that works in media and somebody that uh, wants to tell you how to conduct yourself because he's smarter than you are. Uh, it, it looks like he literally put his look together in a lab to trigger <laughs> like he's trying to own red state tears. He's trying to drink red state tears. Oh, like, and, and it's like, yo, what this dude is Larry, the cable guy in reverse. You know what I mean? Get this fucker off my fucking screen. So at any rate, uh, we're going to call him instead of Larry, the cable guy, uh, we're going to call him Barry, the blogger. So B- Barry, the blogger, uh, is, is it obvious clickbait. I'm not even mad at it. Obvious clickbait says, uh, we debated Noam Chomsky. We won. Yeah. Look, everybody don't be literal. He doesn't think he won. You, you know what I mean? Uh, supposedly the, the woman on the podcast, supposedly, I do not know this. I don't keep up on this stuff is, uh, Bernie's campaign manager who, uh, basically, uh, is now trying to do the thing that they all do, which is hustle and media job. So, uh, literally to me, this is the most like obvious and despicable of hustles is going from 
impassioned politics. Uh, hey, I really care to uh, punditry. Hey, leave the punditry for assholes like Eric and I who don't know shit about <laughs> shit. You know, so I don't know. Anyway. I'm, I mean, these guys are they're they're like you said, it's a hustle. They're chasing the bag. Oh, I mean, this is the most bag. It's like watch us own Chomsky on Patreon. You know what fuck I mean? It's like, man. oh god, Chomsky. Fuck. Chomsky looks like fucking. He's he looks like Christopher Lee in his final years. He's withered. Yeah, he's like eighty seven. Oh, but, is he that old? I didn't think he's he was that old. old. He's Shit. old. Um, I apologize to Chomsky. Then I didn't know he was that old. But oh, fuck, ninety one. Actually, he looks good. Shit. Never mind. <laughs> he's killing it. He's still getting pussy. Fuck. So, so, so listen. They say that they owned him in the clip, and again, it's it's clickbait. Everybody, don't be literal, but he, because they they say, well, you know, what about this two party system? Why would anybody vote for Biden? Because uh, it, it it seems apparent that this is just more of the same, and uh, you, you know, blah blah blah. Wow, and Chomsky hot just take. and Chomsky just <laughs> and Chomsky just Chomps, Chomsky just goes. Uh, what do you think is happening here? We've got 10 to 20 years to instigate change in, 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 uh, in climate reform. Um, we're not going to topple capitalism in 20 years, right? Nope. So with that in mind, why, what on God's earth, why, what reason would you not be practical? And then, then Bernie's campaign manager, uh, jump, who I'm not going to dignify with her name. Cause I think she's so stupid, uh, jumps out and is like, what about people who are suffering now? What about people who, who, who are in the struggle? And it's like, yo, this is, this is literally the suicide narrative of the progressive left. It, it is the suicide narrative. It, and listen, it's the father's it's, it's the dad's nightstand narrative. It is. Listen, everybody, it is my narrative. I'm voting Kanye. I don't give a fuck about this, but I also don't pretend to give a fuck about any of you. If some of you are like, hey, I care about the future, then it's like, yo, there is literally only one pathway forward. And again, if you want to die on an ideological hill, such as myself, then do so. But you can't out of both sides of your mouth. You can't talk out of both sides of your mouth. You can't say, uh, hey, I care about people. Uh, also, uh, I am going to follow my personal convictions off a cliff, regardless of how it injures others. You can't say those two things. That's what yeah. I say. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's what I say. But if, if you're just going to be a practical adult living in 2020, then harm reduction. You take the lesser of the two evils here. Yeah. Sorry, everybody. It's not what I'm doing. I literally, I, I wish more of you were like me, but you're not. So why pretend? By the way, uh, what about the people who are suffering now? Uh, oh, also, I think we should, we, it's necessary. We lock down until 2025. Right, right, right. Exactly. Exactly. It's like it's, it's nonsense. <laughs> so anyway, uh, those people, those those total hustlers and frauds uh and uh nick cannon uh who i think is actually less of a hustler and a fraud who's just a, seemingly a confused adult but uh who might need a well wellness check at some point soon uh did an interview with uh richard spencer oh, um, wait 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 nick cannon did an interview with richard spencer yep this is oh, nick cannon's new how thing. did i fucking miss this 
Yeah, it's must see TV. This is like this is like when 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 uh, King Buzzo was with uh, Gavin, and everyone tried to cancel the Melvins. Yeah, oh yeah, that was that was a cool uh, two hours. <laughs> that was also a cool like, yo, if you are under the age of, tw- I'm gonna be generous and say twenty seven, and you know who the Melvins are, wow, thirty five. Yes, straight up, they're like before my time, and I'm old. So like, yeah, it's whatever, but these are people that are looking for big clicks. And as you and I now uh, are starting to have a little thing going on Patreon, I'm not even mad at them, but I'm, I'm honestly mad at everybody that kind of just fell for it and was, but then I was like, Oh, you know what? They're playing their role too. You know what I mean? Like they're talking online because that's their form of entertainment, you know? So I guess ultimately I can't be mad at anybody. I guess live your fucking pathetic, uh, useless lives, everybody. But, uh, yeah, this is, this is where I'm at today is, uh, uh, bad faith podcast. And, uh, the, the Nick Cannon, uh, and Richard Spencer, uh, buddy cop movie. Uh, I support them both. Mm. So wait, do you have any more information on this, on this interview that, that, that Nick Cannon did with Richard Spencer? What was the, what was the content of this? My understanding is that they talked about the viability of black and white ethno states and then dugied. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. When Nick Cannon had a had a interesting career pivot. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I it fucking Nickelodeon. Jesus Christ. What the fuck happened? Well, we've speculated that we should get uh, Richard Spencer on this podcast for clicks. I mean, he just beat us to it. Maybe that's true. I don't know. I think we're I think we're beneath all these people's uh, purview. Yeah, but not for long. I not mean, we can long. we can start scraping the bottom of the barrel pretty soon. Not for long. Not for long. Um, I, I, I yeah, I, dude. That's that's astounding to me that that's a real thing that 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 Richard Spencer and and Nick Cannon were out here uh talking some shit together that's that's crazy that's fucking that's insanely wild um yeah, just, just chewing the chewing the hay you yeah know? what else what else we got do you or do you, uh, do you i think i think the tide is starting to turn on comedy i think we're lightening up because did you see bill burr on snl yeah, but I don't know if anybody watches SNL. I I couldn't tell you what the ratings are. I could tell you that every week, every Sunday, like clockwork, there's two things going on. It's 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 white girl Twitter going LOL slay and like a clip of 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 you know uh, Maya Rudolph doing Kamala Harris, and then it's a cool guy going SNL. Ugh, so unfunny. It's the same two people every Sunday morning. I mean, I you know where I stand on that. Yeah, of course. But but like, is, to me, it's now just as gauche to be like, "Wow, SNL sucks." To be like, "Oh my god, SNL's so funny." It's just as gauche to me. I don't want to hear that from you, Mister Anti Simpsons, which is the <laughs> most stock standard take I've ever heard in my life. Haven't watched it in over fifteen years. Not a single episode. And and yet still, you find it in yourself to to hate on it simply because it's anti-Trump. 
I don't even hate. Well, actually, no. Actually, speaking of The Simpsons, people got mad at it because they, they they did some. Uh, they made a joke about Bernie. Did you see yo, that? One? Yo, if I was funny, I'd make jokes about Bernie all day. Who gives a shit? Fuck you. Obviously, who gives a shit? Also, also, who is really defending the Bernie? Like, yo, it's done. He's done. He's gone. Is he, he will never be president. He will fade into existence and be remembered in history as a guy that we sh- that was great, but nope, didn't want him. Like, why even defend the man at this point? Who cares? Yeah, I don't know if Bernie's losing any sleep over his detractors. Full stop, no. Bernie's, yo, it's, uh, who even gives a shit? But, just to bring it back, um, Bill Burr did a very, 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 very mild version of edgy comedy. And most people liked it. Most people liked it. I had to okay. dig to find the mad people. That's encouraging. Yeah. So I. that's why I think the tide is starting to kind of, I think people are starting to lighten up when it comes to comedy. I think people are starting to get it. Does this mean I can do my patented brand of comedy, which is to yell slurs from a car window? I don't think we're there yet. Okay. I don't think we're there yet. But uh, it's, it's funny because they, so... I actually, I mean, despite all that, it really runs contrary to everything I just said. I had, I did have to unfollow one person on Twitter because they, uh, not anyone I'm friends with or anyone that's friends with me, but a, a tangential Twitter comedian that was like, mm, why does Bill have to be the, 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 why'd he have to be the, the boomer who's like, uh, you know, like he, he did this thing where he ignored the fact that the dude was funny. And had oh, to yeah. criticize him for for uh, why did he play the role of of boomer who doesn't understand? Shut up! Because he's a le- he's a legit boomer, you fucking moron. That well, is, isn't he Gen X? He might be Gen X. Gen X. Uh, listen, I, I don't. I have been analyzing some of the comedy that I've been exposing myself to, which is all podcasts now because there's no such thing as stand up. Uh, and. Uh, I literally only like the stuff. Like I, I find the dudes who are mild to be, to be pleasant distractions, but they don't make me laugh. I, I just like them the way that I love this podcast where it's just like, Oh, some people are good on a mic, you know? But then there's dudes who are like, who are legitimately funny. And those are the dudes who are willing to say the thing. Full stop. That's just what it is. Like the the dude who is willing to say the thing is funny. The guy who thinks it's tasteful to hold back is just not funny. (laughs) It's just what it is. And Eric, here's my question to you. Who are the greats in comedy? Could you just list a couple names? The greats in comedy in the year of 2020? No, like all time. Oh, of all time. Um, in 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 my opinion, as someone who was born in the year 1990, um, right, you're, not, you're not gonna say Hicks. We get I, it. Yeah, not a Hicks guy. Uh, my my personal greats would be like Chappelle, Patrice. Uh, not gonna like it. People not gonna like it, but accept it. I gotta say, Louis. Sure. Um, I don't know why. What are you driving at? Like you could say that. Uh, Patrice was maybe the maybe the all-time best at kind of that almost Don Rickles level of withering insult so, so, sort of I wouldn't call him an insult insult comic but he's he's a uh, 
he was whatever the the two thousands rendition of that is almost, you know? Yep. yep. Can really tear somebody down. Uh and then Louis he was, he was like a Rickles blend with he was Rickles blend with uh with Hicks, honestly. There you go. And and uh you could say maybe Louis uh was uh or is uh th- th- one of the best at kind of uh uh payoffs on a long concept sort of thing, you know. And, and uh my my list is different probably, but not that different. Uh but here's what I'm suggesting. There's guys who have specialties, guys who are great in in one element of comedy though they might be skilled in all others. Am I the all-time yell slur from car window comedian? Oh, um, no, probably not. Really? You're not, giving me, you're not giving me my highly specialized brand of comedy. You're not giving me <laughs> my title as the best. No, because I think it's, uh, who's the guy? Um, Sancho Baron Cohen. That's like his whole thing. Is yelling from car window? <laughs> well, it's 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 provocateur, right? It's on. I mean, he's he's his character is is, is more fleshed out. Specifically, specifically, I yell slurs out of car windows. Mm, Sam Hyde, oh. Sam Hyde. Yeah, Sam Hyde might beat me. <laughs> he, he might be the. He's on the the mountaintop. That's true. He's a he's a dude who's. Uh, I think the I think the less said about Sam Hyde the better. No, I I I have become like an actual fan. So when this podcast started, people would tell us, "Oh, Sam Hyde's funny." And then in the same exact moment that somebody would say that, we'd also get messages saying, "No, no, no, he's like he did a bit where he's alt right, but he's actually alt right." Blah 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 blah. Listen, I through YouTube algorithms, which are constantly radicalizing me, uh, I have watched now a great deal of Sam Hyde material. And he is fucking funny. <laughs> he is fucking funny. His head talk oh. thing, his like twenty year twenty seventy thing is yeah. <laughs> He's fucking funny. So I I can't be mad. Uh, I, like I I personally don't. You know, obviously I don't give a fuck. I'm an adult. I don't give a fuck about anybody's politics. So, uh, but I don't even know if he has politics per se. No, I I, th- I think it's it's safe to say that brand of humor is like pure nihilism. Yeah, it's just internet. It's black pill. It's black pilled to the gills. But you know what? But you know what? At least he's like he's. It's not it, it, nothing like that in that realm is pure black pill because he's still he set up the camera. You know what I mean? He set up the camera and he he's making a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, uh, so one of our listeners. Uh, uh, Levi has herpes, um, is the actual black pill. He's the human black pill. He, uh, is a non-functioning alcoholic who hasn't been employed, uh, in his adult life. Um, and he's like meth adjacent, uh, uses the N word, uh, doesn't, he's a pure black pill, but he doesn't produce anything i think he'd be the first to cop to that uh sam hyde does set up the camera therefore we can't really say that he is a nihilist right but i mean i think the brand of humor is still is still squarely nihilist oh yeah 
that, that's, <laughs> that, that's for sure. Um, but that's where, where I'm at. That's what I think is funniest right now. That's where you've been at. Where, what's uh, what? Where where do we go? What, what do we do? What, what else do you want to talk about? What what else is going happening in the world? Oh, is this is this like uh, you, you've only got a few minutes of stand up, and now you have to fill the remaining three, and you're like, uh, what's going on in the world? Crowd work. Uh, where, where are you from? <laughs> where are you from? Davenport. Uh, that, that place sucks ass. Davenport. Wow. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. I spent a night there once. <laughs> Yo, comedy sucks. Um, okay. What else is going on in the world? Uh, why, why is giant bomb trending? Uh, I think they found a giant bomb in Poland that was meant to like incinerate Dresden or something. Holy shit. <laughs> they, they found like at the bottom of a lake or some shit, they found, uh, I think the largest bomb that was go- intended to be used during world war two. And then I think it went off. I'll be honest. I'm not keeping up on the news. I, I can't look at, tw- I basically, I haven't sworn off Twitter. Obviously I'll look at it, but like I, I, after the thing, after the Hunter Biden thing, which by the way, I forgot to mention that I, I've met somebody who claims to be close with Hunter Biden's mistress. Uh, and uh, we should probably have them on as an anonymous guest at some point. For sure. What, what's he working with? Big, big or small? Average? Uh, well, I don't know what Hunter Biden's unit looks like, but th- the rumor is that he continues to finance uh, this woman's life because uh he carries some guilt slash maybe blackmail uh, for I not a domestic. I want to say he pressured her into an abortion, but everybody, this is all alleged. Um, and I'll try to get her on the horn and see if she can't see if she can't uh, talk this shit. Okay. All right. That'd be a fun. Yeah, podcast. If we broke, if we broke the high, Hunter Biden finances, his mistresses, uh, cause that's the thing he finances, his mistress's company, which is a company that some of our, some of our listeners would be, uh, would probably know. So only fans. Uh, yeah. He finances her only fans, which is very popular, Yeah, uh, which is probably true actually. Um, um so, so wait, I, I mean, I think we should, man, this show is really going to, upgrade in in content once we're actually in the same place um because i think we should did we get get that apartment which was the most humbling discouraging moment of my adult life (laughs) (laughs) so everybody i refused to hand over my taxes so they wouldn't approve us so they said we need a co-signer and i was like i'm like literally 130 years old I'm going to go contact my 200 year old parents to see if they'll co-sign me. I'm a fucking adult. It's already like goofy enough that I could afford to live at my own place now. And, and you and I are living together like two aging homosexuals. But I was like, okay, you know what? Fuck it. Uh, I, I, Eric and I are going to do a bunch of fun little shit together, uh, make enough money to cover rent and, and further our careers. What a nice thing. I like Eric. There's not too much shame in this. I don't need to go to the nightstand. So, but then, then I have to call my mom and ask her, Hey, will you co-sign my apartment with yeah. another man? And mm. that was a low moment for me. 
Well, sometimes sometimes you need moments like that to humble yourself. You know, life is not all life is never uh, what you want it to be. And it's never going to fully. It's always going to disappoint. It's always going to, you know, you're never going to be fully taken care of. You're always going to go through hard shit. So it's good to humble yourself every now and then. This one was just annoying because I make more than enough money for this fucking apartment. Yeah, I don't know what this this lady's deal is, but uh, <laughs> w- when we're in the same place, I I want to do the 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 morning radio show thing. I want to just d- have like four hour live streams. Yo, I'm with that. I'm very so, with that. So, and, and we need more guests, and uh, it's kind of unfortunate that we'll be in L.A. for seemingly the moment where everybody's chosen to dip. But I'm kind of excited for it. Oh, I think it'll be cool. I think it'll be like the, a new brand uh, of. Uh, the clout thirsty moron will come in to replace the, the older generation. I'm ready. That's us. That's us, baby. I can't wait. The part of LA that I like is that, so New York makes me sick because it has pretensions uh, of uh, delusions of, of uh, being artist friendly. And it's, it's like simply not, and it's just a fraud. It's like everybody's hustling to, uh, become like the next write-up king, like the guy who gets all the write-ups in the art magazines and then is able to sell for real money. And every, literally everybody knows that it is a who-you-know hustle. Everybody knows that. Every artist, you don't need to be bitter. It's like the people that have become wildly successful in that world will be the first people to tell you that. And it's just a scam full of gatekeepers who are trying to uh, spite their enemies and embiggen people that they think that they can make a, 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 a clout dollar off of. And it's ugly. But LA has some of that annoying, like, hey, we, we're outside of all that. Come into my pop-up. It, we Usually we sell snapback hats, but this week we're going to be having the art of this Filipino lady. And it's like, okay, listen, this sucks. <laughs> but, but at least, at least it's legitimate. You know what I mean? At least it's not yeah. this dick suckathon. But uh, I was, I was excited to be in a place that is largely artless and does not pretend to be art filled. Mm-hmm. Uh, unlike New York, which always made me vomit. But I mean, now, if you don't, if you if you're in the art game in New York, whatever it is, subculture. Or, or whatever it is, if you don't realize that it's a full, it's just a suck fest by year two, then you gotta, then, then you gotta figure that shit out. Yeah. I, I pivot to OnlyFans now. You know now. I mean? So, so it, it's, uh, it, it, LA, I was excited to be someplace where people are as shallow and stupid as they are portrayed in media. And now my fear is that if rents tumble into the toilet uh, and there's no opportunities there, then we're going to get a new wave of 23-year-olds who believe that they're going to rock the art world to its very foundations and be the, the, you know, like, I don't even know who their inspirations are because when I was a kid, it was like you could look to something like the Talking Heads and be like, they slept in or they lived in a loft with no water. You know, but now they're all wealthy because people appreciated the, the, what they contribute to the world, blah, 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 blah. And now I, I don't even, unless you're looking at rappers, I don't think there's any, I don't think there's anybody you can look at to be, maybe we'll hang with rappers. Maybe that'll be the fucking thing. No, I mean, now it is, well, yeah, I mean, that's, that, that would be nice, but like, it's, 
if if people are hoping for wealth, yo, you're you're straight up crazy. But like, I think most of it now is just a. It's just the um the dopamine drip from you know having a high amount of clout on the internet. I think that's the new made it. Yeah, nothing depressing about that. <laughs> but we, no, but not us, man. We're we're gonna rock the fucking the podcast world of Los Angeles. We are the we're the new wave, baby. Oh wow. We're okay. we're the new we're the new set. We're the new crowd. We're Rogan was old. He's out. He moved to Texas like a bitch. We are the new LA. We're ready to we're gonna take it over. Peace, Rogan. Peace, bitch. Bye. Fucking bye, Jan. It's uh it's fucking worst possible timeline time. We're the new we're the new fucking we're the cutting edge. 2021. 2021. Vision 2021, us. We're going to take over us. L.A. is ours. L.A. belongs to me. Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey, and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. Take them all. Line them up against the wall. Oh, wow. <laughs> it, man. We're really going for a skinhead vibe over here. Yeah, we're, we're, <laughs> we're the new, did I tell you that, 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 uh, that, that, that page got, got banned? What page got banned? On Instagram. The one I showed you, it was, it was like this like skinhead. It was like, oh, uh, it. uh, American movement, American movement. It got taken down. Are you kidding? It's crazy, right? That's so stupid. Yo, that sucks. It sucks ass. Basically, for people that don't know, there was an Instagram called American Movement, and it was like, it just documented, it was just like old photos and flyers of like American skinhead bands, not racist, you weirdos, not racist bands, uh, multiracial skinhead bands that existed throughout the 80s and 90s, and it was just like a cool little page that had cool flyers and cool shirts and stuff. Gone. Yo, I hate that. It sucks. It sucks. It was a fucking cool page. I'm mad now. I know. Dude, this is this it's this online censorship, man. It's pervasive. It's everywhere. They're they're cracking down. Yeah, do I got I got to get off Instagram now too? This, you know, this shit sucks because my friends that are off social media are so much happier, but I feel like I've got to promote band shit at some point. I got to say, not having Twitter on your phone is the way, that's the way to go. I, um, I, I don't even really look at Instagram anymore. I, I, it's, it's just, and you have a switch now. It's just so much easier to unplug, man. Like, it just feels like all the shit that we complain about on this podcast just disappears and doesn't actually exist. That, yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's all a fact. Uh, have you played Shakedown Miami yet? Or Shakedown Hawaii, rather? No, I'll probably download that tonight, though. It's cool. Oh yeah. If you love that OG, uh, Grand Theft Auto energy, I'm talking like Grand Theft Auto two. Um, then this, this is it, man. This is really fun. Yeah. See, that's, that's the wave, man. That's, that's where you gotta go. Yo, everybody, 
delete delete social media. Like, what if what if everyone deleted at the same time? Then we would be their source of of news, and then we could control their minds. <laughs> it's really sad, right? I mean, I feel like I feel like it's really true that 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 news really like straight up controls people's brains. Yeah, there's no. I mean, freaks me out, but, man. I can't say that because then people take it as it justifies the censor, and I just can't do it. Mm. That shouldn't justify the censor in my mind, though. I, I I don't know. It's it's no me neither. But people that are like, uh, you know, ends justify the means lunatics <laughs> who think that you can just put that type of control into the world with that without it coming back to bite you, like what we'd call morons. Um, morons. Yeah, it can. You know, morons. Can I? Can I do my? Um, what? How would we define what I? What I'm about to say? Can I? Can I do my like uh, hippie? Like, can I do my hip? My Bill Hicks moment? Yeah, please. Yo, whenever I'm done working on on nights we don't record. Whenever I'm done working, I like to go on a bike ride and I and I listen to music or I listen to a podcast. I listen to something I enjoy. I don't look at my phone. I just ride around my stupid little fucking town on the outskirts of New York, New York City. And as I'm riding around, I can see the insides of people's houses. And I think about breaking in and murdering them and taking their things. No, I see their TVs. I see they have these houses. They own property in New York, uh, extremely high property values. They have a nice house with multiple rooms, with with furniture, presumably food in their fridge, a car in the garage. I like they your have- standard that a nice house has multiple rooms. <laughs> well, as someone who lived somewhere, it was one room. It is pretty nice. That's it's, fact. It's, they live in, in these beautiful surroundings in a relatively, to the rest of the world, extremely stable part of the world where there's not a lot of worries, no bars on their windows. And what are they all doing? They're all watching cable news, and I find it so depressing that these people have such charmed lives, and they just they they maybe it's for lack of meaning that they turn on their television and watch fucking CNN. They watch these ideologues spew this fucking just meaningless nonsense at them, and it's just it's just so fucking sad to me. It's so depressing. It's like to pe- see people live in these amazing surroundings and not understand how good they have it and for them to willingly put on Tucker so they can froth at the mouth at people they don't even know. I find it so sad. Eh. <laughs> okay, fair enough. You know, we all got different things, man. It's 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 crazy to me. It's crazy to me that pe- people don't fucking know how good they got it. Oh, that well, that. Even in 2020. That's a fact. You got anything else? Yeah, I mean... Um, you know, nightstand. Um, <laughs> How's Alaska? What's going? What's happening? What's 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 the word on the streets in Homer? Um, I saw a uh, a moose getting skinned on the side of the road. Mm. Uh, uh, what else happened? Uh, trivia night tonight. Uh, I stopped at a grocery store and saw some uh, cool meth heads. Um. It's uh, a friend, a friend of mine came up here, proposed to his girl and was thinking the same exact thing that happened. So the friend I'm staying with came up here to propose to his girl and they found out that they liked it so much that they bought a home and that's where I'm staying right now. And another friend did the same thing, but he was close to Anchorage and he 
uh, was like they were they were forty miles outside of Anchorage, and they were saying, "Yeah, let's let's look at you know let's look at a place like let's do it. It's so so beautiful here." And then they looked at the statistics, and they're like, 600 rapes. That's got to be like over a couple years, right?" Uh, no, three months. First three months of the first three months of the year. <laughs> like, Holy fuck! Holy Eric, fuck! Eric, it's it's so bad, man. <laughs> oh shit! That's fucking. That's scary. I don't want to characterize every uh, every male from uh, Alaska as a rapist, but uh, <laughs> it, but I think it's true. You know, like I won't say that they're all rapists, but I will just say that the, to the person that told me that. I said, yes, that's accurate. Now, uh, I talked to a guy who works uh, the slope. Are you familiar with that? That's not a racial thing, everybody. That's a place in Alaska. Uh, Where where is that? So, everybody, there's the north slope of Alaska, which is uh, uh, like ice road truckers sort of thing. It's it's, uh, probably tar sands, right? Or probably oil sands, rather. Um, And it's all bogs and, and marginal land and shit. And then in the winter it freezes over and you can make roads and, and you, uh, make infrastructure and then uh, get things to the pipeline. And uh, it, it, there's a number, this is really interesting from in some like cyberpunk sort of way. There's uh, like five companies up there that lease land uh, from the federal government, the state and the natives. And uh, they all compete for uh, space up there to to get the most oil. And uh, you work like 72 days to 19 weeks uh, up up at the sands uh, in sometimes man camps, sometimes more like dorm sort of situations, uh, depending on how deep into the place you are and, and how remote. Uh, and totally fascinating talking to a guy who has a, you know, I insulted him by accident. I didn't realize. I thought it was like uh, being a a pipeline worker in in the lower 48 where you could literally have three felonies, an IQ of fucking 68 and uh, still get the job. But he says it's, uh, there's a lot of mental that goes into working up there. Uh, At any rate, uh, found it a fascinating conversation. Then uh, started talking uh, about guys who parachute. They parachute hunt, so they'll go like eighty miles into the true wilderness, parachute, uh, sh- hang out up there until they f- shoot a, uh, a a moose, then uh, cut and cure the moose and drag the meat onto a raft that they make themselves and then take the raft down the river to civilization. And that is an actual pastime that multiple people do here. What I, do these people have jobs? I said the same thing. I said, do they have families? Like what, like, what is it? Like they can't get shakedown Hawaii on their fucking switch. I mean, I, I guess people like working with their hands. They like, they, they like, I look, I guess I can understand the mind of someone that might get a thrill from that, but who the fuck has the time for that? Yeah, that's what I said. I, I, and th- they said it's a lot of retirees, and I said, Jesus Christ, aren't they? Th- that's an old person. Yeah, <laughs> fuck. But uh, I, I, have, we talked, have we talked about my appendix thing? I'm just obsessed with this. 
What's what's up with your appendix? So I'm obsessed with the idea that astronauts need to have their appendix removed. And Oh right. And this applies equally to people that are smoke jumping into the wilderness and and then hunting up there for like 10 days at a time until they find a moose. Like literally what happens if you get an appendicitis? You die <laughs> you die 80 miles from 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 humanity? What a fucking ripoff. So you 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 become you're obsessed with the the concept that you're because your appendix could burst at any moment then that that why you would ever need to be far away from something. Yeah, exactly. And and do you know what an appendix even is? Yeah, it's like a, some kind of organ, I don't know. Yeah, it's there to process hair because we used to eat animals with their hair still on them. Mm. And then in one one caveman was like, you know, this might be better if we took the hair off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That and then, spaceless and then this, this whole organ became vestigial and and so small that it's now just a bomb. Is that what it is? Yeah. I, there's several organs. I think like the, first of all, my, my gallbladder could kill me at any moment. I, I understand that. Gallbladder. Get it cut out or stop complaining. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. Not complaining. You you brought it up, motherfucker. You're talking about appendixes. Your appendix could kill you at any moment. My gallbladder could kill me at any moment. Your pancreas, if one of these ducts gets plugged up, can kill you at any moment. But furthermore, I mean, you could. You could have a fucking brain aneurysm at any moment, couldn't you? Yeah, I don't quite know how an- aneurysms happen. Just that they suck and that you die. Yeah, I think generally they happen to smokers. I think it's a side effect of smoking. No shit. That's unfortunate, yeah, I, but that one seems like don't smoke. Listen, everybody, a lot of our listeners still smoke because uh, they're broke idiots and they hate themselves. But I was I was really depressed the other day, and I I almost considered smoking a cigarette, but I didn't. How depressed are you? <laughs> like, it was yo, a rough day. Uh, what are you depressed about? Oh, we don't have. We're not going into that. Our lives rule, Eric. I know. That's why I didn't. I'm fine now. It's all good. It was just, you know, yeah, sometimes you have a moment. Listen, I've never had a moment. I, I'm I'm Tom Cruise. <laughs> right. You're sci- you Scientologist. I'm a Scientologist. I'm a Nexium graduate. I, I don't believe in depression. I don't believe in taking medicine for depression. I believe in keeping the party going. Always keep the party going. It's a, No, life is a nonstop party. I feel eternally blessed to be alive and to be who I am. And I'm proud of everything, uh, despite the fact that I may be living in my parents' bedroom at the moment, but that's changing soon. Not my parents' You're bedroom, living- my, parents, I mean, my parents' house in my childhood bedroom. Um, How weird would it be if you lived in your parents' bedroom though? <laughs> that would be, that would be warped on another level. Um, what if you, what if you were in a diaper sleeping in a crib in your parents' bedroom right now? Can you see me? <laughs> you gotta tell how sick that be? and i don't mean sick like warped i mean like sick like dope you know there there was a clickbaity type article recently where it was like you know one of these profiles where it was like i was discriminated at work for my adult diaper but i identify as a man baby and i was like i can't i can't tell if this is real or not it seemed not real but it i don't know anymore did you see that the girl the girl from the No Jumper podcast who 
slurped seven NBA penises, uh, was fired from her job as a CPA. Why? What'd she do? She went on the podcast and said that she sucked off seven uh, NBA players in in one go, and uh, she, she should get she, a raise. She should get a raise. I agree with you. See, Eric, that's the thing. This is why I've said that you should you should probably work in hiring because you you have an eye for talent and you you see the potential in people. Uh, she's they keep saying she kept saying slurped so i'm just gonna say slurped because it's kind of fun to say slurped it's fun. so she, fun. she she guzzled those glizzies yeah. uh this it's a hip-hop podcast is my understanding so i have to i have to speak the lingo everybody don't worry it's not racist i just am picking it up so uh glizzy guzzler she, she, yeah, she guzzled the she guzzled those NBA glizzies, uh, which I think, based on my understanding of the anatomy of African Americans, is pro- they're probably footlongs. Uh, and she she guzzled those those uh, those hot dogs, and uh, she went on this podcast, which then went viral, uh, explaining it right, and uh, then she was fired. I saw this today. She was. Fired from her job as a CPA, disowned by her parents, and that's a that's a twofer there because she worked for her dad. So her her dad was her employer as a CPA, and uh, she was fired, et cetera, et cetera. Brought great shame to the family. Uh, you know, probably going to be the victim of an honor killing, and made sixty grand on OnlyFans in a week and a half. That's fucked up. Here's the thing, everybody, about OnlyFans. I'm not trying to be the bearer of bad news. I think that God bless you if you want to do that for yourself. I don't give a fuck one way or the other. But when the when that particular gravy train stops, it it uh might be rough. <laughs> it might be if you were showing hole during this time, pretty much you're going to have to change your name or move further into sex work, which is not for everybody. So does that, does that, I, gravy, I, does, that does that gravy train stop though? Does, does, isn't the economy for, for, for picks always open? Well, let me say this. Like there's always some, there's always some asshole that's like, yeah, but you're stripping now. But what about when you get old? And that's like such asshole shit because you know, what do you walk up to dudes that work for fucking Conrail or then say that shit? You know what I mean? Like you just walk up to them and be like, Hey, I see you're doing construction today, but like, what about the future, man? Like, no, you only say that to women because you're big mad at the fact that you can't get that hole. So I I hate that shit. But when it comes to OnlyFans, I will say that uh, it's difficult. It's like, it's like, it would be like you and I, relying on patreon even if we were doing even if we were winging even if we were like really killing you can't rely on a on a platform the platform can go away it's like these youtubers like yo when youtubers get demonetized you need to watch the follow-up video they're screaming and crying i don't know if you've ever seen this they're literally crying on camera because it's basically like they've had their livelihood stripped away from them in a day by a force that you can't reason with you can petition but you can't really reason with they won't even really like you don't talk to a human being so it, no it, I, I i would I, all the all, anyone 
that makes their living from either Patreon or their podcast or YouTube and you're making, you know, five figures a month, stockpile that shit now. Don't just like save, 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 save. Like every dollar, every dollar, every and dollar, then, put it in a fucking mattress. Don't like this, that, I don't know how long it can go on. It, right. And, and honestly, honestly, like you, you, uh, people hate this, but go buy yourself some fucking property, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's it. Like, it's the best you can hope for is like to put your money into something that makes money from here on out. I I would I would save every last red cent. Like just, just stockpile it. Just put it in a mattress. Put it in the freezer. You know, like keep like don't put any. Try to keep your costs low. Which if you're doing a podcast or a YouTube, it should be pretty fucking low. And and save all of that shit all of it you're crazy do, do not put faith in a platform no no it's not that's gonna the only, that's the only that's the only reason i say only fans may not work is is just because it's like you know there's a you know there's just a when these things go away they can just go they can literally just go out of business you yeah know i mean yeah to those of you that are like no like look they're killing it right now it's like I mean, a lot of a lot of things kill a lot of things, but uh, they're could, not making. Could go, it could go the way of Vine. Yeah, precisely. It's, it's the uh, it's the it's the um, it's the way of all things. The way of all things. Uh, okay, next episode or perhaps Patreon, we're going to talk about the bisexual nature of the video game Hades. I'm ready, and we should have a uh, guest commentary from. Uh, 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 Madam Burisma. Uh, what, what's her name? Uh, Hunter Biden's uh, mistress. Yeah, we call her Madam Burisma. <laughs> it's a cool. It's a cool name, Madam Madam Burisma. I like it. We call actually we call her Mistress Benghazi. <laughs> All right, everybody, you know what to do. Hit the Twitter at WP Timeline. Hit the Patreon, patreoncom slash timeline. Throw us some bones. We got cool shit lined up. Uh, so our only fans thon which we're, we're going to do, I'm pretty sure we're going to, we're figuring out how to use Twitch. I'm, I'm, I've been putting a lot of time in this week while I'm supposed to be doing my real job, uh, trying to figure out how Twitch works. And I think I've got it, but we, we should do some test streams soon just to make sure. And I think that only fans thon is going to be a live stream. And I think we're going to have uh, it's going to be a little election day fun. Ooh, I like it. Eric, we can, do, we can follow the we can follow the election and also subscribe to OnlyFans at the same time. Hold on. I I want to show you the thing that I'm considering making for furniture. Should I, do you want the surprise of what furniture I might make for my room or do you would you like to see it? Let's see it. Okay. I don't know that I want any surprises about the place that we're planning on living in together. So, this is I just ordered these these little connector things that make it and here's some of the projects, and I, I'm sending it to you via text right now. Are you are you ready? I'm looking at my texts. Okay. Click on that, my dude. Mm. What, uh, wait. All right. All right. He's building something. It's got wheels. Mm. Is this the thing? Okay. We got yeah. soundproofing. All right. Looks good. Is that a, is it supposed to be a couch? What is it? That's a couch, my dog. That's a couch? Oh, yeah. 
That looks wildly uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How excited are, are you to walk into my room and have nothing but a cot, a desk made out of the same materials, and that and that couch? You know what the fucked up thing is? is I feel like that's luxury for you. Yeah, it is. It's killing it. <laughs> it's going to be fucking dope. All right, everybody. Uh, yeah, make sure you hit that Patreon. Patreon.com slash worst possible timeline. You can fund our dreams, and you get a lot of good bonus content out of it. And uh, hit the Twitter at WP Timeline. You can ask us shit or you can tell us shit, whatever you want to do. And uh, we'll catch you next time. All right. It is now 2024. And the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts? Or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now. The podcast about nothing. Your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. Do you enjoy nothing? <laughs> so do we. Why don't you come over and check it out and stop listening to other podcasts? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>